Aaron Rodgers' vaccine status, tragedies at a concert, a failed assassination attempt, a new trend among mayors' paychecks, and other top news for Monday, November 8th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour-over. Here's the quote of the day. We should be rigorous in judging ourselves and gracious in judging others. John Wesley. Let's get started with some espresso shots. On Saturday, a federal appeals panel temporarily blocked President Biden's mandate that would require employees at large U.S. businesses to be vaccinated or tested weekly beginning on January 4th. Some businesses, religious groups, and even states like Texas and Louisiana sued, saying it was, quote, government overreach. While the courts decide whether this is a speed bump or a roadblock for the White House's biggest vaccine push yet, many eyes are on the vaccination status of one person, Aaron Rodgers. After testing positive for COVID on Wednesday, the reigning league MVP announced that he's unvaccinated, sparking controversy and losing him a nine-year sponsorship with Previa Health. Rodgers says that he's allergic to an ingredient in the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines and uncomfortable with J&J's option but took an undisclosed, months-long treatment to boost immunity. When discussing divisive topics, such as vaccines, remember that how you take your stance reflects on Christ, often more than the stance itself. We should not be willing to sacrifice relationships to win an argument. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Romans 12, 18. Eight individuals died and dozens were injured during a crowd surge at the Astro World Music Festival this past Friday night. As rapper and festival organizer Travis Scott stepped onto the stage, concert goers pushed forward to get a better view, crushing and suffocating those in front of the stage, including a 14-year-old. After losing and regaining consciousness, Madeline Eskins, an ICU nurse, proceeded to do CPR on several individuals. Earlier in the day, arriving attendees had caused a mini stampede as they rushed to get into the sold-out concert, which led to questions over whether or not the concert should have continued at all. Travis Scott tweeted his condolences and thanked the Houston police and fire departments, along with the Energy Park's on-site staff. In the face of tragedies like these, Christians can look forward to Jesus' return and the ultimate defeat of sin and death. But as we wait for that day, the Apostle Paul reminds us to rejoice with those who rejoice and to weep with those who weep. Romans 12, 15. Two weeks ago, Iraq held parliamentary elections, and they did not go the way a few local militia groups with ties to Iran had hoped they would. Those militant groups have been vocally upset, and tensions have been high. Yesterday, explosive-laden drones were used in an assassination attempt against the Iraqi prime minister. While the prime minister was unharmed, six of his security personnel were injured. So far, no one has claimed responsibility for the attack, but the leading suspects are, you guessed it, the pro-Iran militant groups. Things are also reaching a boiling point in Ethiopia. Rebels from Tigray, a northern region that gets along with exactly zero of its neighbors, have linked up with other rebels and are headed to Ethiopia's capital. U.S. citizens have been encouraged to leave as soon as possible. Today's podcast is brought to you by MetaShare. There are two types of people in the world, those who invested in Zoom last February and those who didn't. Regardless of your camp, good stewardship includes reevaluating one of life's most annoying, sorry, biggest expenses, healthcare. MetaShare allows Christians to share one another's medical bills, and the typical family saves $500 a month by switching from traditional health insurance. With this much money on the line, wouldn't you agree that it's at least worth an investigation? It literally takes two minutes to see how much you could be saving. Click the link in our show notes to see if MetaShare is right for you. 
In other brews, we've got a rapid round of updates. The $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, which funds upgrades to roads and bridges, the electrical grid, railroads, broadband, and much more, was passed 228 to 206 by the House Friday night and is expected to be signed into law by President Biden soon. 13 Republicans voted yay and six Democrats voted nay. Presidents and prime ministers have left the UN Climate Summit, leaving national negotiators with the fun and simple task of turning their speeches into reality. However, the biggest news out of Glasgow this weekend wasn't breakthrough climate agreements, but 100,000 protesters in the streets demanding more action. If you ever wanted to give the world's richest man financial advice, now's your chance. Elon Musk posted a Twitter poll yesterday asking followers whether he should sell 10% of his Tesla stock. Musk, who had reportedly been planning on a substantial sell-off in Q4, said that he would abide by the majority opinion. New York City's mayor-elect, Eric Adams, said he'd take his first three paychecks in Bitcoin to demonstrate his commitment to making NYC the, quote, center of the cryptocurrency industry. It's a not-so-subtle jab at the mayor of Miami, who promised to take a single paycheck in Bitcoin when inviting crypto innovators to move to his city. Thank you so much for listening this morning. We'd like to end by giving a special thanks to our TPO baristas who made this podcast possible. TPO baristas are those who choose to pay for what they could get for free. If you want to join them and support this podcast at a deeper level, go to thepourover.org slash barista. If you've made it this far into the episode, my guess is that you probably enjoyed it at least a little. We would really appreciate it if you would leave us a five-star review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, simply scroll to the bottom and hit tap to rate. Otherwise, we'll see you bright and early back here on Wednesday. Today's episode is sponsored by The Compelled Podcast. What would you do if you came face-to-face with a murderer sent to kill you for being a Christian? For Virginia Prodan, that question isn't hypothetical. Virginia was a small, petite attorney defending Christians in court in communist Romania. And she was really good. So good, in fact, she caught the attention of the communist regime. One day, a tall, muscular man walked into her office, closed the door, and pulled out a gun. He barked, shut up, sit down, I'm here to kill you. Virginia was face to face with a trained assassin. What happened next would surprise both of them. Listen to Virginia's entire story on the Compelled podcast. Virginia is on episode 31, which is titled, He Came to Kill Me. Listen on your podcast app or at compelledpodcast.com. That's C-O-M-P-E-L-L-E-D podcast.com.